I'm so, what the heck? I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm laughing. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't stop. Okay. okay. So this is the this Haley is, and I, Alexis show. I am very sorry. Ha-ham. This is not, I am really, this is a serious issue. And I um, don't know why I'm laughing right no, now. No, but yeah, that's like kind of. Hello, it is Wednesday, April 26th, and you are listening to another episode of Play Like a Girl. I am Alexis, and I'm joined by Haley, Molly, and Susanna. Today we'll be talking about a new sexual assaults policy implemented at Indiana University regarding student-athletes. We also have our first golf hot take, and we'll give you a brief update on who to look out for in the NFL draft this weekend, and as always, the upcoming schedule for UW Athletics. I will jump right into UW Sports News. It begins tomorrow, the 27th, and goes on till Saturday. Your draft is so long. I know it is really long, but Why we do does have. NFL take so long? Well, you know, there's a first round, a second round, and then like they do like the whole like. Let me pick you up after the draft's over. They do the first round on one day, and all the, the other six on the second day in the NHL. And I feel like that makes a lot of sense. Well, yeah, but also capitalism. <laughs> uh, Anyways. It doesn't need to be three. They don't need to show it on TV instead of the I playoffs. I know. That's because commentators just want to hear their own voices talk about these players that they may or may not know anything about. But who we do know about are the six U-Dub athletes that will be in the draft. John Ross III, Sidney Jones, Kevin King, Darrell Daniels, Elijah Qualls, and Buda Baker. So keep your eye out for those guys. We will have uh, write-ups after each day of the draft um, on dailyudub.com slash sports so you can recap all the news there. Um, and as far as schedules, it's kind of weird. Like there's, it's like the weird there's end of spring where there's right a lot now. of Pac-12 yeah. and postseason. Um, so it's kind of like dying down. So you don't have to hear me talk about sporting events that you probably won't go to. Um, but if you do decide to go to Molly, this might be good for you. Baseball is playing at home this weekend. Saturday is Craft Brew Night. They're Ooh. giving away special UW like glass oh, pint I glasses. I love gimmicky stuff and at baseball games. Like they're gonna have like. Up, I think like eight or ten like craft brews. Yeah. Could be cute. Oh, your mom's coming down. That could be cute. That That could could be cute. cute. There's group tickets online. Um, Visit gohuskies.com. You're welcome, (laughs) UW Athletics. Yeah, that could be cute. That could be fun. I'll keep that in mind. And then, of course, all of the events happening away, Pac-12 tournaments, Golf is going through that. Tennis starts that today. Beach volleyball. Beach volleyball. Thursday. Yeah, track is happening in Ohio. So for any and all coverage of that, again, go to the website and you can always follow Daily Sports on Twitter at UW Daily Sports. So I think it was just this week that Indiana University instated a new policy that basically said that if you have been somehow convicted of sexual assault, whether it's like actual courts or like internal investigation by your team or something, then they won't consider you as a prospective student athlete. So basically what I was saying is this is a good step forward, 
but there's still a lot of problems that we need to look at with the issue of violence against women in sports, both professional and college. So I originally was going to say that there wasn't enough focus on like how like big of a step this was that like maybe always having like such negative things to say and like not that the topic isn't an issue like it's Mm -hmm. of course an issue but like we should actually like be talking about like why other schools aren't doing this or I was like thinking of things to say about that but then doing more research I came across the actual specifics and it's puts the responsibility on the coaches and like the athletic department to do proper vetting which then leads to the problem which is these things never get reported and investigated so it's like even though they did do this new policy there's still like this cycle that could happen if like things don't get like if students don't feel comfortable coming forward Mm -hmm. or you know I just thought that was really interesting yeah or like with with the Baylor situation I believe 52 rapes were reported to the athletic department and the athletic department essentially refused to investigate Mm -hmm. and under Title IX, schools are responsible for self-reporting Title IX violations, and obviously Baylor didn't do that. Obviously, a lot of schools don't do that. UW is not compliant with Title IX. I really doubt that we are that we're self-reporting. So, the thing is, the responsibility to like fix problems of like gender violence is on the athletic departments and on coaches, but they don't care, and they don't want to fix it. So, like, even though they did do this, like, policy that seems, like, very, that has, like, very specific wording and seems to, like, encompass things that prior policies didn't by having, like, an accusation be causes for not playing, Mm -hmm. it's still, like, so what? (laughs) Yeah. And even if you are an athlete who's, like, looking into Indiana University, you can appeal to the department even if they're automatically, like, yeah, no, we won't take you because you've been accused of whatever this is you can still appeal and you can still be admitted to the school. So that was a question I had, and I may not have, like, dug deep enough. So it's saying that if you've been accused or involved in any way in sexual assault, you can't play on a team, but could you still attend the school? Oh, yeah, you could You could attend the school as a student. This is just for recruiting athletes. Mm. Okay. I'm very satisfied with that answer. Mm, but, yeah, so you can't... You can't receive scholarships you can't play in competition and you can't practice and that's one of the things that really upset me yesterday about Anamari coming in but this is particularly pertaining to your article Haley I asked Mm -hmm. her like what she thought about this policy and what schools and if (laughs) UW excuse me would ever implement something the same or similar and not even a breath later her response was, well, it shouldn't just be on student-athletes. This Policies like this should be school-wide. And I'm like, well, yeah, duh, but, like, this is specifically a problem with student-athletes. And I, Claire, like, asked, like, a clarifying question after she gave her, like, really long answer. And then she, of course, like, talked about how great Peterson was and how great Jen was. And they are great, but I'm like, that's not, that's not the problem. Like, I don't know if a policy like this should be school-wide, though. She was trying to say that, like, yeah, no, no, and that's I get, the thing. no, I get that she was just trying to say that, like, we shouldn't ha- hold student athletes to a different standard, but like, a, you can't ignore the fact that this is like a like a systemic problem with many yeah. student athletic departments. Yeah. So like, ignoring that is just 
misunderstanding it fundamentally. And also, like, I don't think blocking someone's access to college fundamentally alters, like, the course of the rest of their life. And just mm-hmm. because you made... I don't... I'm not... No, <laughs> no, I'm totally agreeing with you. And that's what she said. Like, that's how, like, Anamari took the question. It wasn't like... Yeah. She took it and was like, well, we offer second chances. And I'm like, yeah, that's great, like, academically. But, like, I'm specifically talking about student-athletes. Mm-hmm. So I totally yeah. agree. Yeah. Their access to scholarships as well. Yeah. Like, should we have someone on a scholarship I think that's the biggest know thing. has ranked someone? Yeah. yeah. That's the biggest thing to me. You should... Like, you should not be getting that. No opportunity I don't think not at all because you haven't shown that you can be like a respectful member of a community yeah so why would so why would we be like financing your education I don't know it just seems a little I understand like understand it not being a school-wide thing because like and not to excuse anyone who has committed sexual assault because they should serve the correct amount of time for it but I think they should also still have the opportunity to, to get an education to get an yeah. education oh, after yeah. they have done so but if you're getting a scholarship i think that's a different yeah i agree that is a different thing also it's interesting i was reading the the crimson quarry article you linked in your article and they they talk about how the policy at indiana university is only if you're convicted of a felony offense which involves dating violence domestic violence rape sexual assault or sexual violence it's an automatic ban so any misdemeanor convictions or felony charges that are later dropped or otherwise resolved does not trigger the ban so if you settle Mm -hmm. out of court or anything like that it wouldn't trigger it so but so with that though does that is that when the other part comes into play where like if they've been under investigation yeah by their own team or athletic department yeah so like even they though they did settle slightly a fail safe but also they might just let it go Dang. and also thing, just like stop like this it is an interesting although now like when you, now I'm just thinking about how do you integrate someone who has committed a sexual offense back into society. Other than registering as a sex offender. Anamari was, like, going off and saying that, like, there are, like, certain steps. Kind of like when you're a registered sex offender. Like, you can't go certain miles within can't the park. Live. Or, yeah, you can't yeah, live. Yeah, so it's, like, the same kind of rules here. Like, you couldn't take certain classes or you couldn't But, like, if, be if in, you were convicted in high school, then it's, it's not, like, a, a question of, like, pedophilia normally. It's more of, like... A question of rape, which is so. How do you do? Yeah. So that's how a good would you question. manage the sex? Like, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I understand what you're saying. I just don't know the answer. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't. I don't either. Like, <laughs> I went to. to high school, or my sister went to high school with a guy who had gone to juvie for domestic violence, and I don't know how they would deal with that. Yeah, that's awful. Because now I'm thinking. Now I'm thinking about what I said about how you should be able to come to college after you commit offense like that, but I'm trying to figure out how you would guarantee the safety of... You couldn't. You don't. You wouldn't. That's why schools don't want to talk about it. I watched on Netflix recently... What is it called? Uh, There's many. The Cage? Hunting Ground. Yeah, The Hunting Ground. I haven't. I hadn't watched that before, and I watched that, and I was literally, like... Yeah, you feel like... Mortified. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're getting, like kind of off topic here but like this is just like a general problem with the criminal justice system is that it's not rehabilitative it's punitive and there's no efforts to help them reintegrate into society after but 
Yeah. We're getting far away from yeah. that. Well, yeah. <laughs> I think, going, sport, I think going, going back to <laughs> athletics in relation to this, I just think it's incredibly disrespectful that someone who has hurt another person in that way would be glorified in such a way yeah. to yeah. be offered an athletic scholarship yeah. Yeah. to then, you know, I mean, Jameis Winston yeah. won the freaking championship. Or and what, the Heisman. And the yeah. Heisman. And, you know, it's... Now he's in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, and it's... Star quarterback. It, they were never, like, formal... He was never formally no. committed, but it's pretty clear that there was he questionable did. activity yeah. that he did. So, mm-hmm. I mean, just thinking about how the survivor of that situation must feel is devastating mm-hmm. and does not make me feel good. Yeah, like, all. I'm glad there, like, I am glad that there's this policy and it is a good step and, like, definitely other athletic departments need to, like, look at adopting similar policies mm-hmm. that kind of widen the scope of what is and isn't allowed. But then at the same time, athletic departments and schools have to report these crimes mm-hmm. so that there is record of it and coaches and scouts or whatever can properly vet these athletes because then it's just going to be this ugly cycle. And also, so another thing I did talk about is the NFL draft and how we've got a couple guys who have punched women in the face. I think you meant our guys. Sorry. I I got really excited. I was like, oh, yeah. Well, we we have a couple of guys who have not punched women in the face. No, no, (laughs) we're going to get drafted. No, I'm going to clarify this for our listeners. So she, Haley said NFL draft. So I did like a little dance like, yeah, NFL draft because John Ross, Buddha, like all our guys are in it. And then I realized, All our guys, wait, the, like, three guys that we have. There's, like, six guys. That's okay, a lot whatever. of guys. And then Haley was, like, punched people in the face. And I was, like, oh, stop dancing. Like, that's not why I was dancing. <laughs> it was more of, like, a self. No one could see you dancing. So I'm not true. sure we needed oh, to okay. clarify. All right. Well, she said yay right after it. That's what I wanted her to clarify. Right. Just oh, the timing yeah. of them. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. that. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, so we do have those prospects who have punched women in the face. <laughs> There's... Uh, Caleb Brantley, who was just announced this week to be facing a misdemeanor simple battery charge for knocking a woman unconscious by hitting her in the face um, last week. And then also Joe Mixon, who is pretty infamous, I guess, was caught on camera punching a woman and shattering her face. What the? But both of these guys have had numerous articles written about them. About how good they are? About how good they are uh-huh. and how high they're going to go in the draft. Oh, Brantley totally. is predicted, like, first, second, third. No one's really sure because no one's sure about where people go in the draft. Yeah. But, but mm-hmm. I see, like, okay, like, I really like how you pointed that out in your article, but I think it needs to be said, too, like, if schools adopt policies like this and, like, reform does happen, then those guys won't have the opportunity to be drafted because college football is the only, only way to get to – the NFL. Yeah. Like, when's the last well, time someone... also play basketball like that one guy just got signed last week. Yeah, yeah, or like basketball. Yeah, any <laughs> any major also... money sport. Like, like if policies like this happen, then... You mean, like, NCAA-wide? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not just like, school, school basis? Yeah. Yeah, like, if it's, like, if policies... For well, maybe like that's something that NCAA should look into. Maybe yeah. that should be a requirement of its recruiting policies. Yeah. I think that might help. That would set, mm-hmm. like, the bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I also think then that would maybe influence the NFL to take this a little bit more seriously. I Mm -hmm. mean, even though they have their PSAs and whatnot, they have not been very good about, Mm -hmm. like, addressing players. I mean, Roethlisberger is still a quarterback, so... He's so old! 
Yeah. Like, don't look at anything else. Just, like, look at, like, how fat and old he's gotten. <laughs> like, why are you still playing? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. Like, I think starting, football, I think starting with scholarships would be a very easy way to start. We said, at least it makes yeah. the statement that we are not using our funds for this person. This, yeah. But yeah. then you're not it making, you're still not preventing them from playing. So it's kind of... I think it also makes a greater, a greater message to athletes still in high school that, like... They, like... I mean, I think they already know there are so many ways they can, like, mess up and not have a future. Do they know? Well, some of them, I think. But, I mean, according to Friday Night Lights, (laughs) (laughs) they feel immense pressure. (laughs) But, um... I'm upset. (laughs) No, but I think... And it's obviously hard when you're in high school to think this far ahead into your future as well. But I think, again, also, it's, like, more than just athletics. Like, there are plenty of people who aren't in athletics who commit these kind of offenses who are still Mm -hmm. in high school. And also, like, this is just a policy in the football program, right? It's not, or is it any athletic? Oh, no, it's the entire athletic program. Oh, okay, yeah, so... Yeah, okay, so then I guess that the NCAA instituted it sports-wide and school-wide as, like, an institutional policy. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah, but I also think, like, there's more work that needs Mm -hmm. to be done. There's a lot of work. And then also when players in professional leagues do stuff like this, maybe it would be good to, like, actually take it seriously. Yeah. Because, like, I mentioned Tyreek Jones, who was kicked off the Oklahoma State football team for choking his pregnant girlfriend but he still got drafted and went on to play in the pro bowl in his rookie year so like clearly the, the yeah and that shows people that like his oh if that you, much. If, it doesn't matter if you commit these type of offenses because we don't care like yeah. like and he even like this the te- school kicked him off the team but he still ended up right he still got to the nfl yeah 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 there's like a this like is just like such a loaded topic because then you do get into like well like high school athletes like looking into their future and like preparing to be like walk on to a college campus and like essentially be like famous like yeah. how like how do 17 18 year olds handle that pressure by doing dumb things right and I mean it's just obviously such a greater cultural yeah. issue as well you know that there isn't clear education on consent and there isn't clear understanding of like when a relationship is unhealthy or when Mm -hmm. it's toxic and like what things are and are not okay and I think that is also like an issue within our education system yeah I think it Mm -hmm. would be great also if like there was some kind of like and maybe this exists at schools already I don't know maybe some programs have done this but if there was just some kind of like course for athletes Maybe, like, over the summer when they're not quite as busy. Well, I guess football would be busy then. But like talking about this? Yeah, just, like... So there is... It's not, like, a specific to the University of Washington, and I'll have to get her name because I don't know it off the top of my head, but there's a woman who was gang-raped at, in a school in Oregon a while ago, and it was, like, quite a big... Like, it was a huge story, and, like, she, like, essentially, mm-hmm. like was put out into, like, the public eye because of it. But now, like, however many years later, she travels to different colleges and talks with football teams. Tracy? I would have to... Let me let me look since I have my Um, But she talks to, like, teams... Yeah, it is her. About, like, consent and about what she went, went through. And I guess it's, like, 
pretty impactful for the players to kind of like see it and like hear it. So I mean, yeah, it's something. But like, I don't, I don't know like what other than that happens. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think. Well, there's obviously a lot. I think schools and universities kind of fail athletes sometimes in that they such so much of an emphasis is put on them being an athlete and not a student and like not preparing them for life I mean not not that many of these athletes are going to go on to play professionally it's just not it's just not going to happen and they don't I feel like they don't do enough to prepare them to have lives post athletics and I think integrating some of these kinds of topics you know, maybe, like, when you're a freshman, you learn about one thing, and then when you're a sophomore, you learn about the next thing, and then you kind of do this year by year, or maybe it's, like, a quarter by quarter thing, and maybe it's only on the weekends or something like that. Just a way you could, I mean, I know they're so busy already, but it's really important that someone take a step to do that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I got to pick this week's, and uh, we'll be talking about the Lexi Thompson rule. Um, A.K.A. the one time we will ever be talking about golf on the podcast. sucks. <laughs> Alex, cut that disrespect <laughs> off of this podcast. Um, anyways, so what happened weeks ago? April 4th, the weekend of April 4th. A big uh, LPGA tournament took place, and Lexi Thompson, a oh, professional... Yeah. But you were going to say LGBTQ. I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) No. Sorry. Um, Was, of course, in a tournament. She had a four-stroke lead, I believe. And she was on the putting green. Per usual, she put a ball marker down, picked up her ball, and then placed it back on the green, continued through her round, and ended the day. It was Saturday in the lead. Well, wow. Joe Schmo in Chattanooga or how, wherever I don't know. You know, I'm what's just more boring than watching specific. golf, listening to you no, describe I'm golf. I'm describing the situation for people who don't know. I know it's just boring. Well, Joe Schmo called in and was like, "Lexi violated LPGA tour rules and didn't place her ball back in the same spot." Long story short, she loses the tournament in playoffs by one stroke because. The um, penalty she received because of that literally, like, dropped her. Yeah. It was a four-stroke penalty. Yeah. So then she was, like, back to even, went to playoff, blah, blah, blah. So she lost. So the hot take here is the unpopular opinion that, like, I'm not, like, I'm not that upset at Joe Schmo. Like, everyone's mad at him for, like, sitting on his couch, watching this, and calling it in. But, like, I mean, if she did do it, then she did do it. Like, just be be more aware of... Like, what you're actually doing. Because golfers do, like, not always place their balls back at the same spot. And maybe it's just, like, a habit that, like, happened over the years, however you phrase how habits work. And, like, it's just, like, a little bit of laziness that led her to do that. I don't know. People hate Joe Schmo, and I'm just like... Is his actual name Joe Schmo? I don't know. I don't know his name. I don't think he's from Chattanooga either. I don't know where you pulled that out of your ass. Well, that's what that's what people are saying. Like, some guy in, like his couch and like don't what if we have some listeners in chattanooga who are very offended right now i'm sorry do you even know what state that's in nope hint it's not in new england (laughs) okay it's tennessee in case you're wondering i think i knew that but yeah so that's kind of the what i wanted to get your guys's take on was not so much like 
the video review portion of it because like that does happen but we can talk about that but like more so like viewers like actually impacting the game in like a substantial way more than like someone reaching for a ball and catching a home run when it should have been mm. you know kind of kind of along similar lines but not really but I, mean, I don't really I just don't I don't really have a problem with it because she either way she did it yeah so it's just somebody noticing how do yeah. you I'm watching the video right now and I can't even tell how yeah far and it that's is from the marker yeah and that's part of her, the new rule that is named after her but like for fun was that they're saying that any um, infractions that can't be seen with the naked eye or like uh, there was one other like caveat to that's it. weird can't be you can't be penalized for it so well, like no one would have been able to see that on the golf course at all right but i can't even i can all, barely even see it in the video like i guess this guy has like it? perfect it's vision like really no, it's like yeah it's it actually really hard looks like she puts it down like i mean it's if she does place it it's di- like differently s- that's her putting the marker down it's pretty close it up and then she puts it back down but watch it's like not different really like I feel bad for not feeling bad because it is like so it's close. It's like slight, but I I mean I get I I guess it's slightly off, but I mean then the question is does that tiny bit of space that she moved it make a difference in whether or not she would have been able to make it? To make it, I would argue. Who knows? I don't I don't know. I don't I I don't know. I'm conflicted. I mean, other sports of instant replay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but it's not so much. It's not so much replay. the instant. It's the same. Replay. Yeah, but it's like the same principle. It's, that's something you can't see. But it's that so you didn't far. See in the, moment. the thing that's weird to me is it's so long after. It yeah, and heard. that's kind of like yeah. where people are upset at that because point, she it's got like it already happened. Yeah, she got the two stroke. Yeah, yeah, she got the two stroke penalty for mismarking her ball. Yeah, but, but since she they didn't catch it and she recorded a false scorecard, she got two more strokes. So that's like. Yeah, like that part kind it's of. It's definitely sucks. a unique thing, but if we're just talking, I don't, I don't know, I don't have a problem. Because well, I'm this. trying to think, like I, in basketball, they miss calls all the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they're not. Yeah, you're not supposed to try. The refs aren't supposed to make a call to make up for a call that they missed. Like that's yeah. part of their rules. Yeah. yeah, because it's just it's happened. It because if that were the case, the Seahawks would have gotten a Super Bowl a long ass okay. time ago. In the grand and also in the grand scheme of things. One penalty probably for most games is not going to make the difference between winning and losing. Yeah. And I always heard, like, okay, <laughs> maybe it will. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I always heard, Not like. One of the playoffs. I'm not going to talk about it. This is sensitive. But I'm pissed. <laughs> I just always heard players be like, like, the game's not decided, it shouldn't be decided on penalties. Yeah. Like, But also, too, like, you have to think of, like, the game. Because then this gets into a thing, like basketball or football besides the Super Bowl mm-hmm. where the Seahawks were robbed like okay. yeah games don't it happened. did you guys watch that game which game are we talking about the Steelers the Pittsburgh the Seahawks first Super Dude, Bowl I'm appearance. not a Seahawks fan why would I have watched oh, this burger why would I have watched why that? would I have watched that game I'm for, I'm a 49ers fan I don't know Anyways, what it happened. I'll send videos. <laughs> yeah there, there was a penalty let it be known to the fans <laughs> that I am not a Seahawks fan <laughs> But anyways, like, but sports that are, like, really, like, like hockey or, like, golf that really, like, can kind of, like, come down to the wire and just, like, 
I think it's really easy to look back on something and be like, that's where I went wrong. But in the grand scheme of things, we all know that that one thing doesn't really affect the game. Not that, okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's, I, if, if it were, okay. if Unless it were more, especially if you lose, Unless they score like, it's two different games. Okay, as a general principle. Yeah. I think, if, I think my issue with this is that it was so long after. Like, if it had been immediate, I would be like, sure, fine. Because then yeah. it's like, we noticed it immediately, we addressed it immediately. But at some point, when well, you let it, when you've let it gone on, yeah, yeah no, after the game is o- also this yeah. wouldn't work in any it. other sport. Yeah, yeah, true. Because it's not like you're gonna like. How would you go back? And maybe that was just a flaw in the system for the PGA to begin with. Right. Like, like how would you add two point? You wouldn't add two like free throws into a basketball game <laughs> score after it ended. Can you also imagine if that so happened? Well, okay, I really gotta go. Well, since it's an individual sport, like you think you can like. This is, yeah. like, the one time, I guess, you could take it after. You know what I mean? True, yeah. yeah. Like, you can't penalize a baseball game or a basketball game after it because there's so many different yeah. things yeah. going on. Well, one thing also, this is just, like, a thought about golf. You have to be so quiet that if you were at, like, a baseball game or a basketball game, people would be yelling from the sidelines, like, you missed that. So it's, True. So it's weird that in golf, like, no True. one, you can't have that, like, crowd input at the time, which True. I think is why things get ca- get caught so much more. Yeah, things that get, the things probably definitely do get because if someone gets cross checks, everyone's gonna be screaming. Yeah, like if you're at a yes. if you're at a basketball game, like everyone's screaming, and if they notice that the ref called something wrong or somebody did That's something true. wrong, and like when you are a spectator at a tournament, like you the view is like obscured, like you're not like courtside, like you're not eyeing like the putting green, like you're yeah. feet, like I you're like, a distance. I don't, know, away. I don't know why people go to golf tournaments, but I assume it's uh, for like the ambiance or like the experience of being there. I just dropped so much money to go to the US Open. Cause it's uh, amazing. Okay, but like you don't go so you can like watch every single thing. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah, you go for like Whereas, specific like, golfers and like you go for like, like the, the event course is yeah. like, really good. Whereas if you're going to a basketball game you like expect to see every you expect True. to see the course. Yeah. That's a good point. I never thought of that. So, and so you like golf now? I still don't like golf, but I I think that also makes it more understandable why this guy called in, opposed to like yeah. it being caught in the moment because true. there's no way to catch it in the moment because That's you just true. sit there and like shut up the whole time. You can clap and cheer after they hit. after. Yeah. I don't know. Golfers seem really sensitive. But like tennis is the same way. I don't think tennis is that fun either. Thank you for listening to Play Like a Girl. If you'd like to join the conversation, you can use the hashtag on Twitter, hashtag UWPLAG. That's all caps except for the A. You can follow all of us on Twitter. Our handles will be linked in the bio below. And Play Like a Girl is hosted by Alexis Mancineras and produced by Alex Burrell.